This is Christian Book Blurb, brought to you by author and songwriter Matt McClary. Get a behind-the-scenes glimpse into the lives of some of your favourite Christian authors, hear about their books and faith. Also, why not check out my website, mattmcclary.com. Today I am joined by the fabulous author Joy Margot, who's going to be speaking to us all about historical fiction. I can't wait. But first of all, let's welcome Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, thanks for the welcome, Matt. It's good to be here. Uh, it's a pleasure. I like being a welcome, Matt. You never know what you're going <laughs> yeah. to find at a doorstep. <laughs> uh, no, it's great having you with us. And yeah, it's. I'm, I'm looking forward to our, our discussion. Um, so where where do you live? Where are you based? Yeah, I, I'm I'm very very blessed to live in North Wales on the coast. So from my window right now, oh, I have a view of the sea so and the mountains nice. beyond. So yeah, it's very very beautiful. That's amazing. Are you anywhere near Conway? Uh, not Conway quite. Castle. No, um, I I live in a place called Cricket. Oh, okay. Do you know Cricket? It's yeah, kind of, it's in the armpit of Wales yeah, as well. Right. I could describe it, which isn't very okay, nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I only ask because I've been to Conway a few mm. times and, and it's been really beautiful. Yeah, it's Really beautiful, beautiful part of the world, North Wales. Really, really good. Mm. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> so you um, write a specific kind of fiction, is that correct? That's true, I do, yes. It's historical fiction, but it's also explicitly christian fiction so it's christian historical fiction Uh, yeah right okay yes quite a niche genre do you ever venture out of that niche or do you do stick to it because it's what you know and what you do well it's a surprise to even be in this one to be very honest with you so (laughs) it all it's all come about very very surprisingly very suddenly so to even think of writing in another genre and then well yeah I mean, I have. I've written devotional stuff, non-fiction stuff in the past, but not for publication. But this is my first foray, if you like, into fiction. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so historical fiction then, for our listeners, some may not be familiar with this genre. Um, what is it and, and how is it different to other kinds of fiction? Yeah, well, obviously it's, it's historical fiction, so it's set in the past. And it can be anything from 20 years ago to thousands of years ago. So you might want to write about ancient Egypt or you might want to set your your stories in the 1940s or the 1920s. And it's all under the umbrella of historical fiction. Um, I've just chosen to go to the medieval period for mine. so, so yeah, so that's sort of, and, and and good historical fiction for me anyway. Good historical fiction is 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 based to, to a degree in fact. So, historical fact comes into it somewhere. Otherwise, it goes into the realm of fantasy fiction <laughs> for me. So, mm. so good historical fiction. You you'll read it, and a king is mentioned, or a date, or an event is mentioned, and it's it's based in 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 fact. So yeah, and. And to get those facts kind of in line, how much research do you find yourself doing? Research is quite a big um, part of writing historical fiction and that's absolutely fine for me because I love history. So um, I can actually get lost in research and do far more research than is actually actually necessary to write a book um, because I love it so much. But yes, definitely, you, mm. you do need to do your research. But as I say, that for me, it's a joy for me. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Mm, mm. Um, 
And and it was interesting you saying that you write explicitly Christian historical fiction. I, w- I was going to ask how how kind of faith um, and and sort of the, the, the Christian element gets included in your writing because I know some some other authors who who I know um, they they write fiction, um, but it could be crime or it could be sort of mystery um, suspense kind of stuff, and it's not overtly christian so so it's always interesting to find out especially with fiction writers how you know how do you weave faith into the narrative yeah i think i'm i'm probably a bit different in my approach to some um christian historical fiction writers who as you say wave the their faith just kind of uh is woven through the story somehow uh, you know, with references to God or grace or, or whatever. With me, because my books came out of my own personal experience, um, they are actually much more explicitly Christian. So they come with a really clear Christian message um, mm. uh, because it's, it's it's hard to explain it. But my my own story, my book, my, the book that's out at the moment is called The Healing. Um, it's called that because it was based on my own experience of healing and so the things that I learned in my journey in my process with God in coming to that place of healing fed into the story I didn't want to tell my story but I have told my story but it's fictional it's fictional characters mm. set in a different time mm. time mm. period um, so my book does have for instance it has a, a, a verse of scripture at the end of each chapter it has um um, eulogies it has sort of words of wisdom sort of splattered throughout and it's a redemptive story uh, it's the story of a man who who needs healing not just physically but spiritually and emotionally and how he gets to that by the end of the book so it's quite a strong quite a strong Christian message I was going to save this question for a bit later in our conversation but because it's already come up uh, <laughs> would you would you mind telling us a bit about your story and, and your journey of healing was it was it physical healing or sort of spiritual healing or or you know what what was it what what helped inspire the 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 story that you wrote yeah thanks yeah um all of the above um yeah i've, I've been a christian for a very very long time since i was a small child i've, I've known jesus and I've, I've had a relationship with him and it's been the strength and the joy of my life um um, and I've gone through difficult times, we all have, you know, in our lives. But about nine years ago now, um, life was pretty good. I'd, I'd hit the big four O. I was, you know, life was okay. My kids were grown. They were doing their own thing. Life was looking pretty good. I had a job I loved. I was serving in the church. I was teaching and loving it. Um, and then suddenly out of the blue, I became inexplicably unwell. And it started with just an overwhelming tiredness and then muscle pains and headaches and all sorts of weird and wonderful um, symptoms. Um, and it took it took a few months to diagnose, but in the end they diagnosed me with um, ME or chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, and it was it was a very difficult time in my life because in a sense, the illness stripped my life bare. Um, all the things that I had been doing and loving, I couldn't do anymore. I couldn't work anymore. I couldn't serve in church anymore. I wasn't be able to be a very good mother or a wife because I was just so physically uh, debilitated so much of the time. Um, and as a consequence, uh, although I'd had a strong faith, uh, you know, I 
I did start to question God. What what was he doing in this? I, I couldn't understand why he'd given me gifts and I wasn't able to use them anymore, that sort of thing. And, and I got, you know, it, it spiralled down and I've probably found myself in quite a, a, a bad place with it, um, despair-wise, I guess. Um, and I wasn't hearing God and I, I wasn't able to concentrate to read scripture and it was just... Uh, prayer was difficult all of those things I'm sure other people have been in those situations but what God did with me which was so beautiful was he brought people around me people who loved me and who just kept speaking truth into my life who kept praying for me when I couldn't pray who reminded me of the promises of God of the things that the scripture says who just stuck with me if you like and bit by bit God started to rebuild me and so the the healing if you like came from from right deep within it was almost a spiritual healing first then an emotional healing and and physical healing came on top of that as well I I am actually much better than I was uh, at the start physically as well so through all of that there was this there was this journey if you like and so that's what inspired partly inspired the story of of Philip the the Mm. wounded knight in my novel and brother Howell the, the, the Cistercian monk who kind of encapsulates all those wonderful people that God brought into my life. So Brother Howell is sort of a, all of them in one. Um, and the way that he speaks into Philip's life is the way that they spoke into mine. So that's kind of where it comes from, if, mm. if that's a clear enough explanation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, really interesting and really, really great to see how you can... You can still tell your story, but through fiction rather than sort of a, a, a memoir, non-fiction style. No, that's that's really good, really creative, really good. You met, you mentioned in your in your novel, The Healing, um, that you had um, you've got Cistercian monks in there. So, what can you tell us about Cistercian monks? Where do they come from? What do they do? I've had to do a lot of research. Um, the reason that yeah. he's a Cistercian monk is because of where I live. So there is inspiration from where I live. We are surrounded with um, ancient um, monuments to past Christian faith. So we have abbeys and we've got one very close to us, about 20 minutes away. And it's the ruins of a Cistercian abbey. And it's while I was one day in those abbeys, because I love these places, just soaking in the atmosphere. I was just talking to God about... Um, you know the, the, the places that they used to be and how people must have come to these places for healing for restoration to really seek God you know there's lots of reasons why people went into into the church but I'm sure there were really authentic people searching for God and I wondered you know did they find it so that's where kind of the story of setting it amongst Cistercian abbeys um, in that period came so I then went away and did the research and the Cistercians were kind of a breakaway movement from the rule of St. Benedict. And there, by the middle of the 12th century, there had also already been quite a lot of movement away from the rule of St. Benedict within the Benedictine and other orders. And the Cistercians just wanted to go back to the purity of it. So their, their emphasis was on getting the right prayer work balance. Their emphasis was on... Um, being self-sustaining and looking after themselves and not relying on on sort of huge donations of money from wealthy patrons. So what they did was um, they started to build their abbeys in really remote and beautiful places, really inhospitable places, and then became really innovative in their methods of 
of self, self sustenance, if you like. You know, they became um, engineering experts, they became agricultural experts. And there was just this huge expansion of Cistercian abbeys across Europe in that period from about 1130 through to about 1250. And I, I'd like to challenge anyone that lives in the UK, you'll find a Cistercian abbey not that far from you, within an hour of you, I'm sure, of, of where there was one. And there are most of the, some of the most beautiful abbeys in this country, um, Tintern Abbey here in Wales. Um, you know, they, they were Cistercian built. So that's where, it, that's where mm. um, I've got to get, get a bit excited about it, but that's where, um, you know, <laughs> that, yeah. Well, it's good if you're writing about something, you should get excited about it. That's great. Really good. Okay, so... So you you wrote the healing. That was your first novel. Um, what happened after that? Did you write? You've written yeah. Something else well, since the then? healing I wrote actually during the first lockdown, so two years ago now, um, and just sent it off to Instant Apostle on a bit of a whim. You know, it was the first full novel I've ever written, um, and was absolutely shocked and amazed when I I got the offer to have it published. So. I was kind of springboarded into being an author completely unexpectedly. Um, <laughs> but I found that, I mean, I found the whole publishing and editing process, I found it really interesting, really exciting. And it was great to have the book finally in my hands last year. But I realised that actually what I loved most was the actual writing. <laughs> uh, and I wanted to write more. So um, whilst I was waiting for The Healing to come out, I wrote a novella. Um, and the purpose of that was perhaps as a bit of a marketing tool to introduce people to my writing, but it was um, it was based on a couple of the characters that sort of appear briefly in The Healing and it tells their story. So I bought that out, but I, I haven't brought that out as a um, physical book. It's only available on Kindle. Um, but if anyone wants an introduction so what's to what's that writing, one called? Yes, that's Joy. called The Beloved. Called? The Beloved. The Beloveds, and you can get it as an ebook. Yes, so it's available on, as okay. an ebook. Yeah, and it's a novella. What is a novella? A novella is a, the definition is is either a long short story or a short novel. <laughs> so it sounds a bit like Nutella, which I like having on my toast. Yeah, 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 something different. A sh- not not quite longer than a short story, but shorter than a novel. Okay, right, got it. <laughs> yeah, okay, brilliant. All right, so that's The Beloved, and you've got The Healing as well. Um, I believe you also have another actual novel. Another book actual novel, out. yes. Can you um, tell us about that? Yeah, so The Pilgrim, uh, my second full length novel, The Pilgrim, is coming out very soon. It's coming out in July of this year. Again, Instant Apostle are, are publishing it for me, which is lovely. Um, when I finished The Healing, I had so much feedback about the character of Brother Howell and how people loved him. And I love him. You know, I created him. Um, but in The in the Healing, there is there are sort of oblique references to his past story. And I just felt like his story needed to be told. So I've written a prequel, which everybody's told me you should never do a prequel. But then I thought, well, it worked for Star Wars, so you never know. Um, so... <laughs> So I've written Brother Howell's backstory. So it takes place about 25 years earlier um, than The Healing. And it's his story of redemption. Um, so, yeah, it's it's different. Um, but I've, I've enjoyed writing it. So, yeah. But another Cistercian monk. 
Yes, yeah, there are more Cistercian okay. monks and more more abbeys. Uh, yes, yeah. Okay. And it's all in Wales <laughs> still. And actually, this one is based um, for a part of for a good part of it on a pilgrimage, which is why it's called the Pilgrim. And it's the North Wales coast mm. pilgrim route, so um, goes past Conway, um, <laughs> and and mm. all the way out to um, Bardsey Island. If anyone knows knows that area, so yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I look forward to reading that when it comes out is that july did you say july yes not yeah july the pilgrim look out for it okay brilliant so as you, you you mentioned you were kind of catapulted into this becoming an author um a bit unexpectedly um what have you learned about the writing and the publishing process um as as you've written and published these books and and novellas and also what have you learned about yourself Oh, so much. Um, I was a complete novice. I didn't know anything about publishing at all. So it's been a steep learning curve, but an enjoyable ride. Um, mm. What I think I didn't perhaps understand, and anyone that's written and had a book published will, will, will understand this, is that writing the book is the easy bit. Um, <laughs> actually getting it to publication it's 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 hard work um you know the original manuscript you you submit to a publisher is is not actually very much like what actually comes at the end because there is so much editing work rewriting reworking just to get the best possible product and i i like that i mean i i you know i like to to i like i'm not a perfectionist but i do like things to be as good as they can be if I'm mm. producing something, particularly when you're trying to produce something that you want to glorify God, you know, it, I want it to be the best it can. So for me, working with a, a publisher like Instant Apostle, who've got that same ethos of just producing the best product you can, I've actually really appreciated that, you know, through all the different editing steps, um, you know, choosing covers, writing blurbs, describing yourself in a few words for a bio, which is hysterically funny. You know, just um, all of it. Um, I've, I've actually really enjoyed the process. Um, the marketing side, not quite so much. Actually trying to persuade people to buy and read your books. That's, that doesn't sit quite so comfortably, but that's part of it as well, unfortunately. It's hard work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that can be really hard work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, as part of the this podcast, I as well as chatting about the books um, and, and writing. I also like to tr kind of try and get a bit of a behind-the-scenes um, glimpse into the lives of the people um, I chat with. And so we know you live in North Wales, which is a beautiful part of the world. But what, what, who is Joy Margaret? What do, you, what do you do for fun? Have you got any hobbies or passions other than writing? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, who am I? I've been a lot of things. I've worn a lot of hats. Um, I trained as a nurse. <laughs> and I worked as a nurse and a midwife for many years. Um, um, but I haven't actually done that for a few years now, mostly because of my health. Um, I, I love lots of things. I love crafting. I love, I've got a dog. He drives me mad, but I do love him. Um, I've got my husband and my children. <laughs> and most recently, uh, just a month after my my first book uh, was birthed, I actually had my first grandchild. So 
he's absolutely the joy of our lives and oh. he lives locally as well so I, we see a lot of him and yeah it's great being a grandma because you can just give them back when you've had enough um but yeah really really yeah. enjoying that <laughs> really enjoying that so yeah yeah oh great yeah yeah no that's that's interesting that's interesting thank you um you have you got anything come well i know you've got the the book launch of your new novel well the pilgrims coming out in july have you got any plans for a book launch or anything around that 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 our listeners can look forward to yes uh yeah i hope so um when the healing came out, we were still in the throes of, of COVID lockdown, really. So I didn't get to have a live and in-person book launch, but we did quite a successful um, one on Zoom, which was really nice because I had people from all over the world come and be a part of that um, and family that wouldn't travel to here. So that was really nice. But I really feel like this time I need to have some kind of a party. I just feel like... <laughs> You know, when the second book comes out, maybe we need to do something to celebrate growth. So I, I'm definitely thinking along the lines of an in-person mm. uh, book launch, but maybe somehow combining it with an online one. I'm not quite sure how the technicality of that will work, but making it all inclusive mm. so that people can come who live locally, mm. but people can also come who who live a longer way away. You know, I've I've, I've built yeah. up a huge community of writer and reader friends since I had. Um, my book published the first one so you know that there are that's a community of people that would would like to be involved I'm sure as well so yeah got to find it I it's lovely living in North Wales but it is quite remote uh, for a lot of people to get all the way up here so yeah Mm. yeah a party in the ruins of the abbey perhaps oh wouldn't that be wonderful yeah I suppose July is a good time (laughs) here for an outdoor party I suppose if it's not raining yeah yeah gazebo No, really good. Um, I, I know you've been working really hard and getting that that book finished so that it's ready to come out. Um, but have have you? Uh, this is me being cheeky. Have you been working on anything else? Is there like a little another novella up your sleeve? Or is, you know, are, are the Cistercians still still sort of occupying your mind? And mm, there's something yes. on the boil that you know you're working on. Yeah, it's. Yes, <laughs> there is. I've been trying very hard to kind of um, put a lid on it, but I think there are at least two more stories. And so just in the last couple of weeks, I've started writing another book, which I'm not sure. You know, I, I kind of feel that I need to see how The Pilgrim does, really, how people respond to that, whether I continue. But I, I, it's, I enjoy it so much. I, I love the the right prices of just going into that other world and and writing so so there is that there is potentially another book maybe two potentially um and the other thing that i'm i'm thinking of doing um again it's very early stages is it's been suggested to me that a lot of the stuff from the healing a lot of the the spiritual insights from the healing would really lend themselves very well to a prayer journal so I'm thinking mm. of maybe creating a, a a prayer journal that would would work alongside um, sit alongside or that's just a really good idea stand alone as well so yeah mm. oh great fascinating well it's been great chatting with you Joy how can people find out more about you and your books have you got a website social media all of that yeah I do I, I I'm all over the place 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you can find me on Facebook, just my name, Joy, Joy Margaret's author. Um, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. But I do have a website and it's just joymargets.com. Very easy, my name, joymargets.com. And you can find out lots of information there about my books, about more about the Cistercians if you're interested. Um, and just um, there's my newsletter you can sign up to, um, my blog. I do run a blog as well. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be good to see you if you come along mm. to my website. Great, great. So do connect with Joy. Joy Margaret would love to have you connecting with her because all these wonderful ways that you can do that. You've hopefully you've caught the passion that Joy has for writing. Um, th- this in the same way that I have as I've been chatting with her today. Um, she loves writing, and I know that you're going to love reading what she's written. So so go on, grab a copy of the Healing, download the novella. Um, and also grab a copy of The Pilgrim when it comes out in July. Joy, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great chatting with you. You're very welcome. Thank you. (laughs) It's been good to be here. Yes, it's been fantastic. And thank you so much to you, our listeners, for joining us. Thank you for the pleasure of your company over the last 25 minutes or so. And I do hope that you'll join in again soon with another Christian Book Blurb. Thanks for listening to Christian Book Blurb with your host, Matt McClary. Do give it a like, give it a share and let your friends know all about it. We do hope to see you again soon on another Christian Book Blurb.